And now, from the Spinnaker Radio Studios, critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films, your host, Ben Gordon. Oh, hello. Were you looking for funky grooves and fitness? Because you found it. This is Funky Grooves and Fitness with Doc G, and I am your host, Doc G. It's good to be back, guys. We missed last week on the old FM dial here at Spinnaker Radio because of Hurricane Matthew, but guess what? We still had the show. Um, We just had it on our podcast instead of on the air. So if you want to go back, you want to hear what we had, you can. It's on SoundCloud.com slash Doc underscore G underscore fitness that's soundcloud.com slash doc underscore g underscore fitness and that goes for any show we always put the shows on there so if you want to hear them you missed it you tuned in on 95.5 spinnaker radio and you're like hey what happened last week i want to know well you can go there and you can find out uh a little bit of an update for you. Typically, I know what you're saying. You're saying, hey, where is your co-host, Eric Cirillo? Well, he's on a bit of a fall break right now. So he is taking the week off. So we're going to have to try to go it alone. If only uh, we can make the show as good without him. I hope we can. Eric, if you're listening, we're going to try to soldier on, man. We're going to try to make it. Okay? There's nobody freak out. I know he's not here. And it's just me in the studio. It's like, okay. All right. Now, I'm just kidding, everybody. Uh, first off, I want to make a note. You know what I miss? Commercials. I don't know if you know this, but they're still going on. You know, everyone is too cool to watch commercials now. I bring up commercials, and I'll be like, oh, man, have you seen it, dude? It's like the guy is stuck outside of the restaurant, and you can't get in, right? He's stuck out there. Have you seen that commercial? And inevitably, whoever I'm talking to about this commercial is like, uh, I don't watch commercials. I have Netflix or Apple TV or Roku or Amazon Prime, or whatever place they prefer to waste hours watching the new It show. Apparently, the only time that it's still cool to watch commercials is during the Super Bowl. Screw that. You know what? I'm fighting for those ad writers. They're putting out some funny work. I hear you guys. Keep up the good work. I may be the only one watching, but you know what? I get it. Go back, guys. If you're listening, get old school. Go home, turn on some cable. Watch, search for some things. Maybe watch some commercials in between, all right? I'm just saying. There's good stuff out there. Probably won't make you want to buy the product, but it may make you laugh, okay? And I'm upset. Not enough people know what I'm talking about when I talk about commercials. Makes me feel like an old piece of crap. Maybe that's because I am. Anyways... Let's get on to some fitness news, huh? And now, the news. Hey, hey, look at that. You hear that, man? 
I, that guy's going strong. I thought our voiceover guy would be definitely gone by now, but listen to him. He's still doing it. Good for him. All right. So, first up in fitness news. People Magazine recently released a story detailing how NFL legend Michael Strahan used Jane Fonda workout tapes so he could get into shape and lose weight at the age of 13 years old. Strahan said, when I was 13, my brother started making fun of me because I was chunky kid, calling me B.O.B., which meant booty on the back instead of big butt. So I started working out. I somehow got the money to buy the Jane Fonda workout tapes and did those. This story makes complete sense. Because we're all aware of how Ray Lewis elevated his game to legendary status by working out exclusively to sweating to the oldies with Richard Simmons. Number one, love yourself. Have a lot of self-worth. Number two, lower your calories and watch your portions. Mm -hmm. And number one, move those buns! I'm just kidding. I don't know what Ray Lewis did to get ready for the NFL. He probably bench-pressed small cars and drank the motor oil from them. Who knows? I'm sure there's a kid that's either reading this story somewhere or heard it on a show like ours and said, You know what? That's it. I don't know who this Jane Fonda character is, but I'm going out. I'm finding her videos. Find it on the YouTube, you know? Get out there. Get myself fit. I don't know if it's going to work out for him, but I wish him the best. In other fitness news, Bobby Gersten, a 96-year-old UNC alumnus who was highlighted on the ABC News in Raleigh, North Carolina, is busy showing people you're never too old to get moving. He recently brought his 16 for 16 campaign to Duke University. The program encourages youth participation in recreational activities. He encourages it by walking a mile, and the campus 16 for 16 means that he walks a mile at 16 different campuses during the 2016 year. At first, when I read the story, I thought it was encouraging specifically 16-year-olds. That was where the 16 was coming from, and I was like... You know, that would be hard if you were a 16-year-old to argue with a dude that's 96. What are you going to say to a 96-year-old guy that's working out? Yeah, I don't really feel like working out today. My, my ankle's a little sore. Oh, your ankle's a little sore. Guess what? I'm six times your age. The first time my ankle was sore was before World War II. I have moles on my body that are at least three times as old as you are. So toughen up and work out, you pansy. I can only hope. That's what Bob... I, I hope I can call him Bob. Bob Gersten is saying to those guys. Get out there and get some fitness is what he's saying. In other fitness news, the movie star... Mark Wahlberg, who is starring in the upcoming 2017 science fiction action film Transformers The Last Night, recently released his workout. He said that he does all of the workout from home. It includes roughly 12 exercises, extensively focusing on his world-famous biceps. 
Along with the workout regimen, he also released his revamped diet, which includes lots of chicken, steak, whey protein, blueberries, raspberries, bananas, and apples. It's amazing that Mark Wahlberg can transform his body this way in only a few months and at the age of 45. Oh, Oh, wait, you know what else helps with the motivation for getting in shape for this new Transformers movie? The $17 million he's going to make. $17 million. Are you kidding me? $17 million? I'd be in the gym with The Rock at 5.30 in the morning yelling for people to focus. Focus! Focus! Right? But, besides, I don't need any more inspiration from Marky Mark other than what I've already got, right? I'm an anti-D-R-U-G-G-I-E. My body is healthy, and my rhymes make me wealthy, and the Funky Bunch helps me to bring you a show with no intoxication, so come on, feel the vibration. In case you were wondering, that's... That's Good Vibrations by Mark Wahlberg and the Funky Bunch back in his in his 90s heyday before he started going downhill and making all these movies. Psh. Am I right? That's the only kind of inspiration I need from Marky Mark is some good vibration inspiration. Okay? You can keep your bicep workouts. Give those to somebody else. Just give me those good vibrations. Good like Sunkiss. Okay? They make me want to know who done it. And it's you, Marky Mark. It's you. In other fitness news, the DailyMail.com released a story talking about the increasing trend in horseback yoga. There are already some horseback yoga gurus with more than 10,000 Instagram followers thanks to the adventurous poses they post on their Instagram sites. There are resorts popping up all over the world that support retreats with horseback yoga. An owner of one of these resorts says that this style of yoga has become particularly popular with corporate retreats and middle-aged Scandinavian women. That's what they tell me. I can only imagine what people in a place like Ghana or Kenya or any country with nominal gross domestic product less than Bill Gates' net worth views this new hobby. What do you do for exercise? Uh, we run. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I do horseback yoga. It's pretty simple if you go through a retreat. It's usually around like $1,500 for a weekend. It's a little pricey, but when I perform a tree pose on the back of a majestic creature, it's just simply zen. Yeah. Being forced to run 10 miles back and forth from school barefoot was pretty high up there on the zen scoreboard, too. I was uh, so zenny, I was Phil Jackson. You know what? Check that. I was so zinny, my friends started calling me Zinny and the Jets. Zinny, Zinny, Zinny and the Jets. Right? Right? You see what I did there? I took Benny and the Jets 
I changed it to Zinni. Zinni and the Jets. Disregard the fact that no one in Ghana cares or probably knows what Benny and the Jets is. The joke is there, and it's pure gold. Gold. Moving on in sports news, sports slash fitness news, America topped Cuba 0-2 to in the first friendly soccer match between the two countries since 1947. Come on, America. Couldn't let them have this one. That's how greedy we are. We couldn't give Cuba this win. I mean, they basically have nothing. And we couldn't we couldn't at least give them a soccer win. It's not even our most popular sport. It's not even in the top 5. We beat a country that's so poor economically, they didn't even really notice that a massive hurricane passed through just a few days ago. And then it's so bad that the ESPN analyst watching the game said the field resembled a farmer's plowed field rather than an international soccer playing surface. And we still had to beat them. Couldn't give them that pity win. I'm just saying. Been nice if we would have been like, here, here guys. This will go a long way to smooth over our relations. Have this win. Feel good about it. In other fitness news, Cosmo released a story where they reviewed a recent study, which was published in Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise. In the study, the researchers set out to see whether exercise, which appears to fend off viral infections, also protected people from bacterial infections, including UTIs. Interestingly, people who spent most of their free time sitting around not doing much were more likely to fill prescriptions for UTI antibiotics than those who did low to moderate intensity activities for at least four hours per week. So, you gotta let me know who the person is that this is their only motivation to work out. Hey, welcome to Equinox Fitness Center. Why'd you get a membership here? Were you looking to lose some weight? Maybe feel better about yourself? Get a little bit healthier? Meet some new friends or just learn some new workouts? What was your motivation? You gotta tell me. Nah, you see the main thing? I joined this gym is to avoid UTIs. Uh, okay. Um, the tricep machine's over there. I can only hope there's one person out there. Just one. It's like, you know what? That is a good reason to start working out. To the gym! Fitness! In other fitness news, Live Science recently released a story detailing a case of a four-year-old English boy who almost died in the emergency room after taking an extremely high volume of, quote, natural supplements, end quote. He took these supplements because of a recommendation given to his parents by a naturopathic doctor. Apparently, the parents of the boy had been giving him 12 different supplements, including vitamin D, calcium, magnesium citrate, cod liver oil, camel milk, silver, biocare lipozyme, pineapple enzyme, zinc, trace minerals, Epsom bath salts, and AFP peptizide. Doctors said that the symptoms he was suffering from were most likely due to an overdose of the vitamin D. His parents 
and doctors were shocked that this naturopathic doctor would give them this advice for a four-year-old. When contacted, the naturopathic doctor said, Well, <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. If you had talked to my old clients, one of them being Jack, Jack loved the results of his magic beans. Ah, uh, thank you. There, there was no Jack. That's from a story. In more fitness news, another story released by Live Science looked at a study that investigated working out while angry or emotionally upset and found there was more than a threefold greater risk of having a heart attack within the hour if a person worked out while angry. The researchers said that they would recommend that a person who is angry or upset who wants to blow off some steam while exercising not go beyond their normal routine and to not exercise at extreme levels. Other advice often listed as improving your chance of not having a heart attack following a workout, avoid the deep fried stick of butter as a post-workout snack. Always good advice. There we go, guys. We did it. We made it through another edition of Fitness News. I feel good about that. I hope you guys do, too. Feel good. Yo, 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 listening to Doc G's Funky Grooves and Fitness. Shut your mouth! It's about that time of the show that we're going to talk about sports. Specifically, we are going to talk about NCAA football. The games that we saw last weekend were absurd. I mean, some of the calls that I saw were preposterous. I called up my friend Jim Harbaugh on the phone. That's right, I know Jim Harbaugh. Me and Jim Harbaugh are best of friends. We go fishing in Michigan lakes together. We hold hands late at night on the beaches of Michigan. Now I'm just kidding, guys. That was my Stephen A. Smith impersonation. I think it's pretty good. But we are going to talk about football. And the first order of business when we talk about football is we got to recap last week's games. 
Now, normally Eric does this, but since he's on vacay, I'm just going to have to get up to the plate and start swinging. So here we go. Number three, Clemson demolished Boston College 56-10. to I was hoping for a little bit more activity in that game because that was my Friday night. So as you can imagine, 56-10 game, pretty sad Friday night. Number 19, Boise State easily handled New Mexico 49-21. Number one, Alabama took care of SEC West foe Arkansas 49-30. In the Big Ten, number two, Ohio State beat Indiana 38-17. Also in the Big Ten, Michigan made Rutgers rethink whether or not they should have a football team altogether with a 78-0 blowout. If you didn't hear the Ruth Chris offer associated with this game, I'll explain at the end of the scoreboard. In the Pac-12, Washington continued to assert their dominance with a 70-21 win over Oregon. Houston's playoff dreams were crushed along with my playoff predictions. If you are a listener of the show, you know what I'm talking about. They lost to Navy 40-46. Tennessee almost came back from another double-digit deficit. They almost defeated Texas A&M, but they weren't playing horseshoes, so almost still gets them a loss, 38-45. to Florida State edged by Miami, 20-19, and another rivalry thriller. Washington State dominated Stanford, 42-16, as if to say, hey, there's more than one team in Washington. At a very rainy Chapel Hill, UNC got stomped by Virginia Tech 34-3. In a classic Big 12 shootout, Oklahoma edged out Texas 45-40. Sorry, Charlie. USC decided not to completely throw away their season and beat number 21 Colorado 21-17. And lastly, In a game nobody on the East Coast finished watching because it didn't start until after 10 p.m., Utah beat Arizona 36-23. Now, if you didn't hear about the offer that I was referring to earlier, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Ann Arbor offered a special that they said they would give a percentage off of their steaks by whatever the point differential was of the Michigan football game. So, if you don't remember the score, I said the score was 78-0. to zero. So, Ruth Chris was going to have to give stakes away at 78% off. Now, they had fine print along with that where they took it and capped it at 50%, but... They still had to give stakes away at 50% for this week. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was seen actually eating one of these steaks for 50% off, took a picture, and apparently when he took the picture, he was eating his steak with whole milk. Only Jim Harbaugh. When questioned about why he was drinking it with milk, he said it's a Midwest thing. Midwest or not, that just doesn't seem that tasty. I mean... Milk? Really? Really? All right. Let's talk about these games, right? Let's talk about a couple of these games that happened last weekend. One of them being the Alabama game. 
Alabama did what they did. They went to Arkansas, said, guess what? We're number one. This is why we're number one, 49 to 30. How you like us now? Once again, though, people weren't impressed. I heard a lot of people after this game saying, well, mm, that's Arkansas. Nah, mm, I don't know if they really deserve to be number one or not. I've heard that same argument for the past eight years. And basically every single year, Alabama comes back and says, oh, you don't believe us? Uh, We're going to win the national championship, right? I I think you can go ahead and believe them. And every year it's the same thing. I don't know. They don't really. They got some questions on their line. They don't have a quarterback. I don't know if they can be as good as we think they are. Well, guess what? They are that good. Speaking of good, the game that I was just referring to, Michigan and Rutgers, 78-0. to Talk about running up the score. 78-0. to Man, if I was Rutgers, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe football's not for us. Maybe you should give another sport a shot. 78-0 after they got blown out by Ohio State the weekend before. I mean, come on. I feel sorry for those guys. That's rough, right? A big change in the dynamic of all of college football was that Houston loss. They drop now. They drop out of that picture of the playoff contender. So that throws a big curveball. Also throws a big curveball in Louisville's chances of getting in there. Louisville lost to Clemson. So now they were banking on Houston being up there near the top five so that they could say, hey, guess what? Even though we lost to Clemson, we beat Houston. Now that Houston, if they beat Houston, wouldn't look that great. Tennessee, as I said, ran out of their their magic luck that they had. They almost came back and did it again. I was like, are they going to do this again? Are they really going to do this for the third week in a row and come back and beat a team again at the very end of the game? But Texas A&M said, uh-uh-uh, not so fast. May have worked on Florida, may have worked on Georgia, not on us. We're taking you down. And they did. And I think Texas A&M, as I said before, could be the only team that we have in the SEC that's going to rival and potentially give uh, Alabama a uh, hard time. Before we move on to the games of next weekend, I want to bring up some sad college news, uh, sad college football news. The LSU mascot, Mike the Sixth, died after a four-month battle with cancer. Fans of Mike the Sixth were encouraged to share memories, stories, photos on social media. Just for a side note, I'm not an LSU fan. I am a fan of Tigers, though. And that was the coolest mascot you could have. I know it's sort of cliche. There are a lot of Tigers out there. Auburn Tigers, although they're also the War Eagles. We'll overlook that. Clemson Tigers, Missouri Tigers. I mean, you've got a ton of Tigers just in the SEC. But LSU had a live Tiger, and that is impressive. Mike used to stalk outside of the stadium just looking intense. And on home football games, Mike's cage 
was put near the opponent's locker room at the southeast end of Tiger Stadium. So every time opposing players came out of the locker room, they had to walk right by Mike's cage. Talk about an intimidation factor. That is intimidating. You walk out of your locker room and you're staring down a live tiger? No thank you, man. I'm not playing at that stadium. Mm-mm. Apparently, LSU is looking out for a new Mike, Mike the Seventh. Uh, and in case you're wondering, they do rescue these tigers. They get them from a, uh, a rescue center. So, hopefully, LSU will get a new tiger and they will celebrate the life of Mike the Six. Just a little news for you there. Let's move on to those games the next week. Next, uh, this coming weekend here, we have three great ranked matchups. We got Alabama versus number nine, Tennessee. So number one versus number nine. And as I already said, number nine, Tennessee, just lost to Texas A&M. And a lot of people are predicting that they're going to give Alabama a run for their money. I just don't know. I just don't think that this is the team that's going to give Alabama a run for their money. Tennessee's got a lot of talent, but they also got a lot of injuries during that Texas A&M game. They were banged up. They were taken to the brink. They were two overtimes and then lost. That's a big shot to your momentum for the season. And now you got to go play number one. And they've been steamrolling people. So get ready. I think that's going to be a great matchup. Also, in the SEC, we have number 12 Ole Miss, which is Eric's sleeper pick for the playoffs, even though they have lost two games, one to Alabama, one to Florida State, versus number 22 Arkansas. Two good teams. Arkansas just lost to Alabama, but I think they're a great team. They have a great line. They have mammoth offensive linemen, and they know how to run the football. Ole Miss has got old swag-tastic on quarterback display Chad Kelly. He can throw the ball with the best of them. I think this is going to be a good game as well. I'm going to have to go with Ole Miss in this game. So if you didn't notice, I chose Alabama, I choose Ole Miss. The next game that we have is Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Ohio State's ranked number two. Wisconsin's ranked number eight. I think this game's going to be very close. I think this game is going to come down to a wire just like the Michigan-Wisconsin game. Uh, Ohio State has uh, some ridiculous talent. Wisconsin is is very regiment. They don't screw up. They wait for you to screw up. Well, bad news, Wisconsin. Ohio State doesn't really screw up either. I think Ohio State's going to win this one. So for the three-ranked matchups, if you didn't get it, Alabama's going to win, Ole Miss is going to win, Ohio State's going to win. Watch it. Next week, we're going to come back, and I'm going to be like, hey, guess what? I was wrong on all of those. Whoopsie. So that is college football for this week. Before we take a break, I want to do a little segment I call a classic side note. And this classic side note came to me when I was watching Zoolander 2. Has anybody seen Macaulay Culkin lately? That dude has really changed his look up since Uncle Buck. 
I mean, quite a 180 from Home Alone. Right now, he has a really high resemblance to Kid Rock when you look at it. Go ahead, Google it. If you haven't watched any of his movies recently, just get on the old Google machine, knock it out. He's got a cover band of Velvet Underground called Pizza Underground, where they make jokes about pizza, but they do it to Velvet Underground songs. Macaulay Culkin, just getting it done, man. If we could have him on the show, I think that'd be a good time. I'm just saying. Somebody could work that out. Anybody in the booth over there could get on that. Call up Macaulay Culkin. Say, what's going on? Doc G wants to get with you. Wants to chat about your pizza underground. See what that's all about. Think it'd be a good time. That has been our classic side note. If you missed any of today's show, you want to go back, you want to listen to it, it's on the podcast. You can go to soundcloud.com slash doc underscore g underscore fitness. That's soundcloud.com slash doc underscore g underscore fitness. So I want to talk about a couple of things before we head out for the day. Uh, The last thing that I want to talk about is uh, Tom Brady. Right. Tom Brady just came back from a suspension, a four-game suspension at the beginning of the year uh, for Deflategate, as we all remember. Uh, and I want to know where Tom Brady became this mythical character. Right? Because before Deflategate, nobody really liked him. Everybody respected how good he was, but nobody really liked him. Remember that? I always remember the video of him running around on the sideline trying to get a high five from his teammates, and no one would give him one. They just looked at him and were like, keep it moving, weirdo. I don't need your high five. Just stop trying to give me a high five, man. What's wrong with you? Right? I remember that Tom Brady. I remember the Tom Brady of his combine video of him running around looking like Gumby trying to run the 40-yard dash, taking like 10 seconds to do it. I remember that Tom Brady. And now, all of a sudden, during the uh, four-game suspension, he became this character that, like, everybody loves, and he's, like, untouchable. You know, they showed him on his four-game suspension vacationing in Europe and sunbathing nude. And everybody was like, yeah, Tom Brady. Sunbathing nude with his wife in Europe. Can't believe that dude. He is so awesome. Love him. What? And that happened, right? What happened to that guy before that couldn't get a high five? Now everybody's just looking up to him and being like, oh man, he's sticking it to Roger Goodall. He's going to Europe and sunbathing the nude. I wish I was that dude. And then he comes back and everybody's just like, is he going to be the greatest quarterback ever? Yeah. Is he going to win the MVP this year? Oh yeah, he is. And this happened, man. Just, I'm just wondering. Like, I don't have anything against Tom Brady. I just want to know when everybody else started really loving him this much. Because, I mean, I know he's an amazing quarterback, probably one of the best ever. I'm just wondering how he got such fanfare in four games being suspended. That's all I'm questioning. Guys, if you listen to the show, you know one thing that we do at the end of the show that's sort of become a ritual. I got to update you about Tim Tebow. I got to do it. It's just something that we do, guys. So, Tim Tebow news. 
first game of the Arizona Fall League. Didn't go so well for Mr. Tebow. Got up to the plate three times. Didn't get on base once. 0 for 3. Mm, not so good. Also not so good was the fact that a man, after the game in Glendale, had an apparent seizure and had to get medical help. But just take a guess at who stayed and helped this guy until that medical treatment arrived. Can you think of who would have done that? Do you know? Can you take a stab? Of course, it's a man. It's a man, Timmy. He put on a Superman cape and went to work and he said, guess what, sir? Don't you worry, Timmy's by your side, man. I'm gonna comfort you. We're gonna talk about the good times until the medical team gets here. That's right. Even when he has a down game, he says, guess what? Doesn't matter. I'm still a man. I'm still a man that helps out another man. Mm. Timmy, in action. Big old Timbo Slice coming through in the clutchy clutch. Making sure this man gets the medical treatment he needs and that he is comfortable while he gets it. You go, Timmy. Well, well that'll do it, guys, for Doc G's Funky Grooves and Fitness. I am Doc G, and not with me as always is Eric Cirillo. But don't worry, Eric will be back next week, and we will see you on another smoking edition of Funky Grooves and Fitness with Doc G. Till then, guys. <laughs>